welcome to another episode of Exploring Our Podcast, the Florida International University Student Podcast for the Creative Curious. I am your host, Melissa Hernandez, and I am delighted to have Joseph Nicole Jimenez. Welcome to the Exploring Our Podcast. So today we will be discussing the Ghent altarpiece and everything that surrounds it. Let's dive in into the background history of the case so we can all get an idea of it. In the late 19th century, the Berlin Museum, which then owned part of the paintings belonging to the Ghent altarpiece, separated the painted fronts on these panels from their backs, which were also painted by sawing them apart. This harsh measure was intended to facilitate the exhibition of the panels and their inspection by an art-loving public, but it also served to obscure the fact that the panels were created as objects for display in a church and to stress their character simply as art. We want to dig deeper into the matter and analyze whether there was something wrong with the display of religious objects as art and whether the Berlin Museum mistreated the Ghent altarpiece by enabling public display or if religious art should be displayed like other works of art. Um, this was mentioned by Peterson in 2018. Uh, this is an in interesting conversation that we will open up different aspects of art and create a better understanding of where to draw the line when deciding whether to display art or not. Uh, I am really excited to have this conversation and also listen to the different perspectives that will come from it. Absolutely. This will be super interesting. Let's get right into it. So um, an altarpiece is an artwork that decorates an altar in a church, both above and behind. Painting, sculpture, and relief have all been used as altarpieces, either combined or alone like Reniers and Deneff in 2022 mentioned. Such works of art normally depict biblical subjects, saints, and holy personages. It is said that the Ghent altarpiece was instantly acknowledged as a masterpiece in a manner that it was perceived as a defining work that marked the beginning of the Renaissance art. I really like the definition because it gives specific details about an altarpiece and where it is applicable in art. And from your explanation, it is clear that it can only be used in a church, as in a church setting, as a decorative element to portray biblical elements or figures related to it. Now that we know what an altarpiece is, let us move to Ghent. What do you think the term means and why was it called a Ghent altarpiece? That's a great question. Um, well, Ghent is a beautiful city located in the Flemish Belgian region in the country's northern part. It is among the most visited cities both in Belgium and in the world with a vast number of monuments and architecture that have been preserved since the Inn Memorial. Um, the Ghent altarpiece was completed around 1432 by an artist named Jan van Eck. However, scholars are still debating on the exact creator of the altarpiece. Jan van Eck was renowned for his great skills in using oil paintings, like Peterson once said in 2018. 
Prior to the Ghent Commission, Jan van Eck was already famous and had worked for the likes of Duke of Bavaria and Count of Holland, John III. Um, even before the Ghent Commission, he had already established himself as a Marine-owned artist, working for those likes of, like we mentioned, John III, Duke of Bavaria, and Count of Holland, the Duke of Burgundy, Philip the Good, and John I of Portugal. Van Eck had mastered the art of producing and coloring naturalistic scenes and was renowned to the attentive to detail and using fine brushes to complete his work. All of these features are apparent in the Gantt altarpiece. He is believed to have apprenticed with Hubert, his brother, like Deneff and Reniers in 2020 mentioned. Um, now talking about the Berlin Museum, it's located in Berlin, which is Germany's capital city, which is also famous for its exceptional spectrum of landmarks and vibrant cultural scenes. As a matter of fact, Berlin is renowned for its striking contrast where historical buildings and modern architecture stand alongside each other, depicting the past and present intermingling. Um, the Ghent altarpiece, which is also referred to as the Adoration of the Mystic Lamb, is a altarpiece that is quite complicated painting that at first appears to be super confusing. It depicts various subject matters all in one, like Deneff and Reniers in 2020 said. The audience is normally uncertain of its narrative or meaning, but the Ghent altarpiece is about the story of Jesus Christ in the Bible, including his crucifixion, his sacrifices, and the way his blood is life-giving. Moreover, the altarpiece illustrates several passages in the Bible, but more specifically how Jesus gave his blood. It refers to the book of John in the verse first, semicolon 29, which states that Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Wow, that's really interesting. And I also would like to add the, that the realism of the Gantt altarpiece rests not just in the fidelity of the personalities, animals, and plants represented during, but also in the capacity to create a sense of continuity between the real world and the pictorial display. Um, whenever the wings open, the key attribute is the lower part of the continuous heavenly landscape through which the vast majority of figures travel on foot and horseback to praise the mystic lamb of God on the altar. Therefore, I believe that it is called again the altarpiece because of its roots and the message it carries. Definitely. The again altarpiece is definitely... Um called, I believe, in my opinion, because of its roots and the message it carries. I couldn't agree more. I believe that the altarpiece carries a strong message and cannot be delineated from its origin and creators to retain the original message. We know that Berlin is mentioned in the Ghent altarpiece. Um, maybe can you tell us more about it and its role in the artwork? Yeah, sure. Um, I have a lot to say. Sure, so, okay, Berlin is in Germany, as we'll know, and it is situated in the center of the North German plain in the Spree Valley that runs through the heart of the city. 
The reason why Berlin is mentioned here is because the altarpiece was done by the band brothers in Berlin in 1432. Uh, the Berlin Museum is a grand work of art uh, that is rich in history. It is a really impressive structure that was built according to plans um, laid by experts to facilitate the easy display of artwork. Uh, despite said by Peterson uh, 2018. In addition, it is strategically located in Berlin to give art lovers access to their favorite art pieces and the latest displays. Because of its strategic uh, location, Berlin Museum receives tons and tons of guests every day, every year, who express the interest um, in old and recent displays. The museum displays different artworks depending on the type of artists that customers are interested in and the ones that have been requested in the past. It works closely with artists and the public to ensure it displays relevant art that promotes its agenda and public interest. It also um, has worked with artists from different parts of the world to bring different art that challenge, uh, entertain and motivate viewers. So this continues to have many vivid customers who visit the museum frequently in search of the latest display. Wow, Jocelyn, I did not know that the Berlin Museum was that renowned and accomplished. It sounds like a great place to visit and learn about its historical and modern artwork as well. I have realized that many art lovers want a mix of the two. They want to learn about historical artwork, but also keep up with the modern and up-to-date art. Yeah, that is actually very true. So knowing both gives them a good perspective of what to expect in the future and influences their decision when purchasing artwork. Definitely 100% agree with you. Um, on the other hand, I think it would be wrong of us if we do not talk about the brains behind the Gen Alter piece. We have taken so much time explaining the historical context of the Gent Alter piece, and now maybe we could focus more on the painters. Yeah, I totally agree. We should definitely uh, go and talk about the brains uh, because I think that's the most important thing about this. Uh, so sure, uh, we must talk about the brains that gave us the timeless artwork that has inspired many, many, many generations and continue to do so. Definitely. So let's dive right into it. Um, the Gen altarpiece was painted by Jen Van Eck and his brother Hubert Eck. He finished the painting in 1432. Eck was born in 1395 in Belgium and died in 1441. This statement, we researched it from Peterson in 2018. He improved the newly created method of oil painting to become one of the most respected and notable painters of his time. His paintings, paintings mostly showed religious works and the Gen altarpiece is definitely one of his most notable works. Wow, it must have taken him a lot of hard work and dedication to produce such timeless work. Um, this is really impressive. It has actually inspired me to research more about the artwork, to learn more about it. Yes, 
true, it shows how much work goes into art creation and different aspects involved that the public does not know about. Many times we think that we know what an artist intended to communicate with an art piece, but that is not always the case. Some artwork requires one to conduct more research to learn about, about the inspiration and motivations behind it. I have learned that um, really from your contribution. Okay, so that's good. And people have different views about the display of the Gantt altarpiece as an art. While some believe that it was okay, others are firmly against it, saying that it this they consecrates religious works. So now um, getting into this and talking about this, what are your thoughts about it? Um, well, that's a great question. And I know it's going to cause a lot of controversy, but personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with the display of religious objects as art, as long as all parties agree to it, um, such as the creator, the audience, the place, society and all. When religious objects are displayed as art, they make museums, I believe, a more sacred place and makes them be treated with respect and the honor they deserve. Moreover, people that show up to see religious art know what to expect and behave accordingly due to this. This does not mean that some people should be limited from viewing religious art, but I believe caution must be taken to ensure that they remain sacred and the intended message is conveyed all throughout all audience that does see the artwork. In addition, displaying religious objects as art gives everyone a chance to experience what the creators had in mind and convey that message that the creator once intended to. Um, thus, it's a medium of exchange between artists and customers that should be fostered instead of being limited to a secular art only. Alternatively though, museums can create measures such as inspecting religious art very closely before they're displayed to ensure that they convey the right message and do connect with the followers and the, that intended audience. Um, what do you think? Yes, so what do you think, Jocelyn? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, so I actually agree with your perspective on the issue. Um, it is something I haven't really thought that I too believe that there is nothing wrong with the display or religious objects as art provided. Uh, they follow the necessary protocols and do not violate uh, religious views or expectations. Museums uh, showcase different artwork and religious objects are no exception. Allowing religious artists to showcase their work gives them a big audience, which allows them to transmit the message easily. And in addition, it also changes people's opinions about art and people that identify with them. For the longest time, art has been limited to certain individuals while others have been excluded. Including a religious office open, opens up museums for everyone and creates a space for different discussions to bring trans, uh, transformation, even in religious settings. 
In a nutshell, I do not think that the Berlin Museum mistreated the Ghent altarpiece uh, by, by, by facilitating its, pu its public display and that religious works would be displayed like other works of art. It is only through public display that people get to learn about different religious art and their significance. While um, it is true that they deserve respect and religious art should not be hidden just because of what they represent. Instead, public uh, display creates awareness about the intended message reaches more people and stir discussion about issues raised in religious artwork, if any. I couldn't agree more with you with all that you stated. Um, of course, people do have different perspectives on this. So it would be very, very interesting to hear what others have to say about this. Maybe we can allow some questions, um, some comments, concerns, so we can open a new discussion and probably get even deeper into the issue. Yeah, totally. Um, so right now, I think we should like read the references to so people know where we get the information from. Sure, yes. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. OK, so the first reference uh, is the NEV and Rainer's uh, in 2020. Uh, it is the Gen Altarpiece uh, bibliogra Bibliography in the Royal Institute for Cultural Heritage. And there is the link uh, where you can find more information about this. And if you want to read more and also get your own perspective about the issue. Yes, um, a second source we used was written by Peterson in 2018. The title is Jan van Eck and the Ghent Altarpiece um, Journal of Visual Literacy. We have also provided the link where you can log in, view, make some notes, and maybe even verify everything that we mentioned for our next discussion. Yeah. And the last one is Rainier's and the NEF. Uh, 2022 and uh, again piece uh bibliography and there is the last link so i totally recommend to get into those links and and know more about the, this and so the next time we can talk and have more conversation and more questions yes thank you for joining us everyone this um i am Melissa. she is Jocelyn Nicole. We appreciate it. This concludes the Exploring Art podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you can get our podcast from. Thank you for listening and please join us soon and remember to stay curious. Yes, thank you very much, Melissa. It was a pleasure to have this podcast with you. I'll see you next time. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you.